Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Everybody ready? And now, ladies and gentlemen, live from Pittsburgh Studio Number One, it's Cold War Radio. Here's your host, Hutch Bailey Jr. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here we go, taking it away, getting ready to get serious here on the 30th anniversary of the bloodbath and inferno and conflagration at Waco, Texas. Welcome and thank you for choosing Cold War Radio, ladies and gentlemen. The voicemail, if you're listening via podcast, anytime other than live, is 412-567-1460. Please visit, <laughs> got to think about it now, uh, 
Cold, at, <laughs> please visit coldwarradio.net, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that's a, a work in action. There, we were working on it all the way up to right before we pulled the trigger for the show. It was actually a little bit late doing that because of that. So uh, hats off to Ward in there working on it. Uh, go get used to it. It'll get better as we go. You can become a Cold War Radio patron. That's something we got to get on there, too. You can become a Cold War Radio patron. And when you do that, you're helping to support the Tunnels to Towers Foundation. Please tune in live to the show Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. If you'd like to write to the show, please write to CWR at ColdWarRadio.net. You can also write to Cold War Radio, P.O. Box 10433-370, Castle Shannon Boulevard, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, 15234. It is that time, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, It just is. Uh oh, guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Julie, hey, guess what day it is? Oh, come on, I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> Leslie, guess what today is? It's hump day. Hump day headlines. This evening's episode of Cold War Radio is brought to you by Bruce Campione. Thank you for helping us out, sir. As always, it's Wednesday. Here we go. Good evening, Hutch, my fellow bacon-loving Trumpsters. Come to you live in a living color from the Whiskey Tango Foxtrot Studio in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. The doctor is in. All right, here we go. We got a lot to do, a lot going on tonight. Um, what's going on, Ward? Let me welcome you to the program first. Hey, Hutch, how's it going? I wanted to give a shout-out to Ken. He, he said that uh, he... Did his search and find the uh, coldwarradio.net, and it says the tagline is "Tired of the Lies." Yeah, that's us. Yep, that's us. You, you find us, Ken. With 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 the, le- the less tagline, COVID. Tired of the lies. That's us. Less COVID. Less COVID. Um, yes. <laughs> now with less COVID. Not much less. Uh, I'll tell you, it's uh, this is a, a great time of year. I love this time of year. Uh, I'm a lifelong. Minus a couple years uh, in the in the dark ages, lately lifelong baseball fan, specifically Pittsburgh Pirate fan, and these guys are off to a hell of a start, the best start I've seen in a long time. Uh, and you know that's the only only way that this fraudulent organization has a chance to not sell everybody that's good uh, is if they're doing something good, you know. And they really are. They they. Tonight, man, they won fourteen to three in Colorado, and yeah. two two nights ago they won thirteen to something. I mean, it's just it's been bizarre. Yeah. They, they swept them. I mean, they won five to three yesterday. It's just uh, well, they and, and they swept uh, Boston too. Pretty much. I mean, I, I mean, it's early in the season, and, and it's that's my my thing about the Pirates is you know early in the season they look like a house on fire. And then everybody gets used to seeing the pitchers, and that's the problem. And once everybody sees them pitchers once or twice and they figure them out, then they get shelled. <laughs> we'll see what happens. So, it, I, I hope it doesn't happen. I, I hope it doesn't I, happen. I, I know. I mean, it's I, just I historically exactly. that. Exactly what you're saying is true. It's happened 100 they, times. They broke my heart for 
my, me they too. broke my heart for 30 years, Fredo. I, I, <laughs> I have a I have a shirt upstairs that my buddy gave me years ago. Uh, but it, I mean, it was in the in the 2010s, 15s. Uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates rebuilding since 1993, you know, and it's yeah. basically what it was, you know, and they, and they they get out here and they rip the city off. They don't pay taxes, and you know they come in here. The city pay the taxpayers build the stadiums, uh, and they turn it into an sure. entertainment venue. It's not even. A, I'll never forget my my buddy and I, who are both serious pirate fans. You know, you go to the game, and the stadium's half full. On a beautiful night, that's usually it's fireworks night or bobblehead night. They're giving something made in China away, and the, the stadium is full of people doing the wave in the eighth inning, and we're down ten to one. You know, it's like they're not even there watching the game; they're there for everything else. And I got it; I, I understand it's a money maker, but damn, put some money oh, back yeah. in the in the guys, man. You know, I mean, I'll tell I don't you what f- though. Good. <laughs> It's a money maker and a half because a hot dog and and a, yeah. a hot dog and a coke is thirteen bucks. Right, and it is a good time. There's no question about it. But you know, I I think I'd rather have Forbes Field and have them trying to win. You know, yeah, than, than this exactly. Area. You know, I mean, it's uh, it's fun to go. Well, to the and games. the thing is, a a couple years ago, when they actually the first time that they made the 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 playoffs and. 30 years or whatever with some ridiculous, you know, first time since the nineties, whatever. Exactly. Uh, but, uh, I forgot where I was going with that. Well, I mean, no, the first time that they do it since the nineties and and they, they started getting people back in the stands. People in Pittsburgh will support a winner or even if you're trying, I mean, you don't have to, you don't have to win the playoffs every season. Just break 500 every now and then for Christ's sake. Absolutely. Give people you know, not lose. How about not lose 100 games a season? Let's start with that. How about let's not have every home home run champion in the Major League Baseball started out in Pittsburgh? How about let's keep them once once in a while? And you know what they did? I'll tell you. And I'm not a I'm not a baseball money guy. And I'm, I'm we'll, we'll end this here. I mean, I know people aren't here to listen to this, but I think they spent 47 million dollars on Key Brown Key Brian Hayes, a freaking third baseman. He's the the highest paid pirate there's ever been, and I'm thinking, why didn't you get somebody that was a power hitter or something? Or I don't know. Anyway, he's a good player. I'm not I'm not knocking the guy. Um, they'll probably sell him to Chicago here shortly, but for right now, it works out. Um, happy it used to be Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta. Yeah, exactly. It used to be the farm club for Atlanta. Atlanta and Chicago. I mean, Ramirez went to and New York Yankees. Their number one uh, home run hitter a few years ago came from here. I can't remember his name because he wasn't here that long. But that's the way it works. Uh, to a to a hero, uh, he, not a hero, to a, an upstanding and longtime pirate, happy belated birthday to Steve Blass, uh, who's retired. He was a, a pitcher in the 60s and 70s, maybe even back to the 50s, uh, and won a Won two complete games in the 1971 World Series, including the winner against Baltimore. Uh, he's 81 years old yesterday, Ward. Want to feel wow. old? Blast is 81. He looked young almost his whole life until he hit his 70s. Uh, and yeah. then, boom, 81, man. Uh, but, yeah, I, that, one of my favorites. Man, that guy, you watch him pitch. And that, you know, the bizarre thing about him is that 
he pitched that World Series in 71. And I don't know. I think it was immediately thereafter he could not throw a strike. I mean, he literally lost control completely and had to be taken off the team. And then he got into broadcasting, and he stayed with the stayed with the club until last year broadcasting. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that was that was a trip. I mean, they tried all kinds of mental health things and voodoo and whatnot to try to get <laughs> his game back, but he never got it back. Um, all right, I want to I want to try something different, and I didn't tell the guys. Uh, I hope Jack's listening in; he'll have a heads up uh, over in the chat room. But if not, I'll tell him. Uh, I want to have a new segment at the beginning here. And if you're not prepared for this or, or can't wing it, uh, Ward, that's fine. We can wait. But I want to have a short segment on what's going on in your zip code, in your grid square, where you are, whether whether it's your family, your work, your neighborhood, whatever. What's going on specifically with you that you could share with the audience? Maybe we'll get the audience to know us just a little bit better. Uh, and, and I'm talking, it doesn't have to be serious. It could be anything. Uh, but I, I just think that would be a, a nice a nice touch if we did that uh, for a minute or two uh, at the beginning of the shows. What do you think? Sure. I'll talk about me. I love talking about me. What's going on, that's, man? That's, that's, my, almost, what's that's pretty much my home? favorite subject is me. <laughs> that's why well, I, uh, the reason I said it is because I yak – Damn near the whole show, and I want you guys to get out there and you know put something that the people know know you guys as well as they know me, if that makes any sense. I was yeah. thinking about it. Maybe I didn't per, uh, articulate it properly, but go ahead. Well, let's see. Uh, I, yesterday I celebrated my fifty eighth birthday, so I'm I'm fifty eight. I've gone around the sun fifty eight times. My man. So there's that. Uh, That's a big. Let's see what else is there? Eh, not fifty eight. Nah, I mean I don't feel no different. I'm I'm still, <laughs> I'm still half crippled and fat, so it really doesn't matter. Um, I mean really uh, that uh, I'm doing training and work for a new system, but I mean other than that, I mean I'm I'm pretty uh, you know I prepare. I get ready for the show, and that's about it. I I, I don't do a whole lot. You know, I've been working a little bit on the website as much as I could, and uh, I want to encourage everybody to check it out because I'm. Uh, my goal is eventually to have that like a community site so that everybody's involved, everybody's writing, everybody's doing stuff. Start aggregating so some news. That, yeah, I agree. Yeah, so so that we're not, you know, it's not just us doing it. We we want to get a fleet of reporters. That's you know the idea of of citizen journalism. And so uh, that's that's my goal for the for the site is eventually to have a whole like a, a I don't know if a, a chat room's the word I'm looking for. Um, how about but, how about you know, bulletin like a, board? Bulletin board to use some old terms. Yeah, something like that where where you know we could get stuff from all over the place and what's going on. I mean, wh- whether it's like hey, there's an NRA event in you know Wisconsin or whatever, promote it. Well, you know, we'll put it up on the bulletin board and everybody can see it. Uh, we'll try something like that. I mean, that that's the objective is to make that more of a community. I, I want to get get rid of the Facebook stuff because yeah. I, I'm not doing anything with it, uh, you know, apparently. And and Hutch really doesn't care for it. So if we make our own, we'll build our own. We don't I like, like to use Zuckerberg's crap, so we'll build our own. 
I like that. And, you know, it's even to the point where um, for those of you that get, and I know a lot of you are uh, politically active, um, if you can manage to use your phone or get a personal recorder or whatever, uh, and you can produce an MP3 audio file, um, I'd love to hear your your, uh, reporting on an event somewhere. Now, don't send me something 30 minutes long. But if you can send me a clip, a couple, four minutes, five minutes long, an interview or something like that, I'll, I'll surely play it on the show. Uh, and, and you can even, uh, like uh, Mona used to do, you know, you can claim that you're a Cold War radio correspondent and say that in the interview, and it will run it, man. I guarantee it. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll give you a badge and credentials and everything. Sure. I mean, it won't mean anything. It won't get you into events. <laughs> no, it can't. We'll send I, it to you. Oh, I can get you into events. Trust me on that. I can do yeah. that. We are real media. There's no question. We, Absolutely. We, they let us in. I, I could show you I could show you 40 credentials of places I've been. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And with not it, it, it with this show, or, I know, but it's a lot of people don't understand it. Don't realize that. That's one thing yeah. that they haven't done yet. That I keep waiting for them to do. And with this restrict act, they probably will try to start doing it, and that's not letting us in the events. Uh, so you've got the we've got to we've got to use what we've got, and, and this is what we've got. We've got our own media, and everybody else is lying. I mean, it's it, even Fox News seven hundred million dollars. They're they're uh, settling with Dominion, and they both want the same thing. They both wanted Biden to win. But yet it cost Fox $78 billion, $787 billion. And you know what makes me laugh about that? This is what you get for listening to Paul Ryan. Folks, this is what you get for lying. This is, this is karma. They hate you, and they always are going to hate you no matter what you do. You are hated. You are a pariah. And I'm talking about the rest of the media. All the other people in your, in your cohort hate you. And all they want to do is well, see, yeah, you, see mean- you ruined. And you think you're going to well, be their when friends, you consider, fools. When you consider the fact that no Republican, that Rona McDaniel had absolutely zero Republican support, she still won the election. Yep. After everybody in the party said, we do not want her. With full-throated hatred, we do not want her. And mysteriously, she wins the election. How is that possible? And and it's a it's a club, and we're not in it, and you're not in it either, folks. I don't yeah. care how much money you give them, unless you're giving them in the millions. Then you can become a donor, and you can help pay for the destruction of this country too. 
because that's all the Republican donors are doing is paying for this madness that's going on. And somehow they think that they're above the fray, but those days are gone, man. Those days are gone. I saw a, a thing on Twitter, a tweet on Twitter that said, Republicans don't let Dianne Feinstein's replacement into the Judiciary Committee. And I'm like, what are the Democrats worried about that for? They got Lindsey Graham to push through unconstitutional judges. They don't need Feinstein. Lindsey Graham's up there helping the Democrats. It's what he's been doing forever. Every time you hear an Obama judge or a Biden judge, think Lindsey Graham. Because he let him through. It's sickening. Oh, yeah. You know, there's a lot of good, uh, a lot of good hearings going on. Um, and obviously, nobody's going to get prosecuted or anything like that. But at least, at least the information's getting out there. And unfortunately, uh, what you need to do is, because uh, we all, well, I shouldn't say we all. I should speak for myself. I know a lot of Democrats. And we need to make sure that these Democrats, who are sometimes not as politically oriented as we are, but their vote is as strong as our vote, we need to share with them things like I'm getting ready to share with you. Now, all of the clips that we have on this show, they're all available on ColdWarRadio.net on the, what's it called? The uh, show clips. The video room. Show clips. Yeah, yeah, show clips now. Yeah. Under show clips. Go in there, download them, and play them for your friends. Uh, because it's it's criminal, absolutely criminal, what this media is censoring by omission. By not talking about things, they are committing a crime, in my opinion. And and I would, I would suggest that uh, to Matt Gates and to Senator Josh Hawley, you'll never get this through by Mitch McConnell, but uh, we got to get rid of that guy. Uh, but you should bring the press into congressional hearings. Bring the people that make the decisions at the networks into the hearings and ask them why they're not reporting on the millions of illegal invaders at our northern and southern borders. Ask them the questions that we ask on this show. You know, do that. Let's expose them. Maybe one of them will melt down. I want you to hear Education Secretary Miguel Cardona uh, and understand that this man is responsible for the Department of Education. He's, he oversees the federal funding of every school in this country. And I want you to listen to his ideology, and he can't even answer a question. He's reading off a paper, and it, it's just uh, it's sickening. Let's listen to Secretary Cardona. Title IX unquestionably transformed women's sports, ensuring female athletes enjoy the same opportunities as their male counterparts. Earlier this month, on April the 13th, your department filed a proposed rule amending Title IX regulations to unilaterally force schools to allow biological males to participate in women's athletics. This proposed rule would, hold federal, would withhold federal assistance from schools across the nation seeking to maintain the integrity and safety of women's sports. Since Title IX prohibits discrimination between male and female to ensure that each gets appropriate funding, I think it's important that the country sees that HHS understands the difference. So can you please tell me, or can you please define for me, what is a woman? Uh, Our focus at the department is to provide equal access to students, including students who are uh, 
LGBTQ access free from discrimination. Okay. Is that so? What's the def? What's the definition of a woman? You haven't given me that. You haven't answered my well, question. I think that's almost secondary to the important role that I have as Secretary of Education. My question is not sure secondary. My question is very simple. What is the def? What does HHS say the definition of a woman is? Uh, I lead the Department of Education, and my job is to make sure that all students have access to public education, which includes co-curricular activities. And I think you highlighted pretty well the importance of Title IX and giving students equal access, whether it's scholarship and facilities. Okay, so you're not going to answer my question. Do you believe that a biological male who self-identifies as a woman should be allowed to compete in women's sports? I believe our focus needs to make sure that all students have access to public education. A yes or no is sufficient. Well, it, I think it's not answered with a yes or no. I think all students should have access to I think that's a yes or no activities. question. Do you believe that a biological male who self-identifies as a woman should be allowed to compete in women's sports? I believe all students should have access to all things that public education You're not going to answer provides. my question. Do you believe allowing biological males to compete in women's sports benefits female athletes? I believe it's important that we take into account the needs of all students when they're engaging in extracurricular. Okay, so again, you're not going to answer my question. Do you believe allowing biological males to enter women's private spaces, such as bathrooms and locker rooms, is safe for female students? It's critically important that we make sure all students feel safe in their school environment, all students. Okay. Uh, and that's so the responsibility that means, of our schools. So what does that mean? Does that mean then that, that, that biological males should not be allowed in women's Personal spaces? Is it that means, what you're saying? It means that the perspective of all students should be taken into account when decisions are made around facilities. Okay. Is that what your rule is doing? Well, it is a proposed rule, as you know. And the proposed rule says there is no complete bans. It, it provides flexibility for schools. And um, we have an open comment period, which we welcome comments from different perspectives so, uh, up until May 15th. Okay. I want to be clear. Female athletes across this country are bravely speaking out against this dangerous and misguided policy that you are putting forth, and rightfully so. Earlier this month, former college swimmer Riley Gaines reported being assaulted, physically hit by transgender protesters at San Francisco State University after speaking out against trans athletes' participation in women's sports. She was also forced to barricade for hours in a classroom as protesters demanded money, ransom, if she wanted to safely leave the campus, are you familiar with the story? That is unacceptable. Student safety should never be compromised on any of our campuses. Thank you. I appreciate you clarifying that. So, <clears throat> Mr. Secretary, what is your message to athletes like Riley Gaines who have legitimate concerns about how your department's proposed Title IX rule change will destroy girls and women's sports? As I said, it's a proposal, and we're taking open comment, but it's is our focus at the Department of Education to provide equal access, free from discrimination, and things that are uh, available to students in our public schools. All right. The reality is, though, that the Department of Education, through the Department of Education, President Biden, in my opinion, is attempting to weaponize Title IX, morphing it from a law that protects women to a law that disadvantages or endangers women. Further, the department is doing so with taxpayer dollars. An action that spotlights where you and your president's true priorities lie, in my opinion. How much money has been spent or will be spent crafting and implementing this proposed rule? I can have my team get back to you on costs. <laughs> Take your kids out of these schools, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> these people yeah. have gone b- bananas. 
Yeah, there's nothing. It's funny how many people end up in front of uh, Congress or the Senate, and they're all asked the same question, and not a one of them can answer. What is a woman? That's the simplest question I think that anybody could be asked. And then you wonder you know, why what's our the kids, difference between a man and a woman? Why, why our kids' minds that, are so short circuited? This is these are the people that teach them. Well, add to that the fact that nobody nobody calls one. The, the chick they just put on the Supreme Court said that she couldn't answer what a woman was because she wasn't a biologist. And the Republicans and she in the got Senate passed approved, on that. They said, oh, "Okay, that's all right," and they passed her on, and and she's now a Supreme Court justice for life. For life, Lindsay. And she, it, yeah, exactly. And she couldn't answer the question, what is a woman? And, you know, everybody says, oh, well, why is that such, such an important thing? Blah, 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 blah. Okay, I'll tell you why it's such an important thing. We have this stuff with Riley Gaines. That's a perfect example of what happens when they can't tell the difference between a boy and a girl. They got men participating in women's sports, and they're blowing the records out of the water. Oh, my God. I mean, this guy's beating these girls by 50 seconds. 50 seconds. It's like, come on, man. The, and the yet, fact that they and allow you look at, you look that at the like NCAA biggest... allows this shows that the NCAA is gutless. Completely, completely gutless. Go ahead, Hutch. I'm and, sorry. And you look at you look. I forgot what I was going to say now. So yeah, I mean, this is something that uh, I, I don't know how. Well, yes, I do know how. But how does this party get one female vote? How does that happen, man? I, I mean, if it wasn't for white women, Democrats would not be in power. And you can say what you want about that. I'm not obviously not talking about the women listening to this show. But the ones in the cities and the suburbs that are sitting there drinking that boxed wine and they're all frustrated and they got nine cats, they're the ones that are allowing this to happen. You know why? Because they don't know that testimony that just happened. Because the media is hiding it from them. And they don't give a damn enough to go look for it. Well, no, I mean, and it doesn't, it gets airplay for a second and a half, right? I mean, when, when, uh, what's her name? Jackson came on when she did the, uh, when they were doing her hearing and she said, I can't, you know, I can't tell you what a woman is. I'm not a biologist. <laughs> that it got airplay for about three days and then it went away. Boom. Gu- like it fell off the table, gone. Guaranteed that she used the woman, probably the minority woman block to get wherever she got. So she's full Absolutely. of it. she's full of it, and that's not something against women. That's something against leftists. I'm talking about because that's how they roll. Just ask Pocahontas; she did it too. Well, no, I mean that, that, that's exactly what they're doing. They're taking Title IX, which was just so the women's sporting sports in college got the same amount of monetary support as the men's sports did, which is fair. The, the girls' basketball team got as much money as the boys' basketball team. Oh, it's actually socialism. You know, I mean, that, that, socialism is what it is. I mean, uh, girls' basketball but, doesn't make any I'm, money. Yeah, and, I understand that. But <laughs> at the same time, they got support. They got support you. of the I school. You. you know, they, they got their own teams. So it wasn't girls having to try and play men's sports. Right. 
That's what Title IX was for, was to, to basically allow for girls to have their and, own yeah. scholarships, et cetera. True. Yeah, right. That's true. That's so true. I, I don't have a problem, you know, with that. But they're now they're bastardizing it, saying, well, Title IX doesn't mean men versus women. It's Yeah, did you see the way he substituted means that? equality. Yeah, yeah he, 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 he was, oh, it's women. equality for everybody. He, he substituted women. No, it doesn't women. mean equality for everybody. He substituted women or compared women and replaced them with homosexuals. I mean, he used different terminology. He used leftist bullshit, LGBTQEIO. That's homosexual. No matter what else it is, that's what it is. And that's what he said was woman, basically, in his answer. He came back and said, well, you know, the students in the LGBT community. No, he said woman, man. He didn't say anything about sexual preference. You know, but anyway... By the way, just for the record, uh, White House occupant Biden says he will veto a bill protecting female sports. So there's your Democrat Party. Make sure you talk to your neighbors about now, that so they now, know here's, they know what they're supporting. Where, and what are they're, the, where are all the feminists at? Right. Where are all the feminists that went out and, and marched in the streets and whatnot who, who you know, wanted equality? Now fun- you got equality. And yeah. now they're stealing it from you because they're per- playing pretend, and you're allowing this. You guys got the skin in the game, and and Riley Gaines, God bless her, she came out and she stood up for it, and she's doing everything that she can, and people need to get behind her because she's speaking the truth. I mean, there's not going to be any women's sports in, in five years right. if this continues. You're right. And, because there's just going to be more and more guys jumping in, and you're going to get male power lifters who throw a thousand pines in the air, call themselves Judy, and then expect to get paid. And, and they can't do you know, nothing in I'm their the own world's sport. world's strongest they're, woman power lifter. They're mediocre in their own sport. They're not good at it, so they come over and they de- Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Destroy yours. And, and to your question, where are the feminists? They're fraudulent, just like the environmentalist Marxist, just like the Black Lives Matter people don't give a damn about black lives. All this stuff is phony. It's all phony. Every single ounce of it along with Earth Day is phony. It's all phony. Um, I'll tell you, there's, there's a, a bombshell situation coming up, and I hope nobody gets killed. I really hope nobody gets killed because there's a history of this. Uh, a new poll has found, I can't stand calling this moron president, has found President Joe Biden losing significant support now that Robert F. Kennedy Jr., 
has launched a bid for the Democrat Party's nomination for 2024. The 69-year-old son, you want to feel old? The 69-year-old son of former Attorney General Robert F. Kennedy and nephew of former President John F. Kennedy, uh, officially both assassinated, uh, officially entered the race on Wednesday morning. As he announced his candidacy in Boston, the fierce vaccine skeptic said he opposed the country's current system of corporate feudalism. I've come here today to announce my candidacy for Democratic nomination for President of the United States, Kennedy said, Fox News reported. He added, my mission over the next 18 months of this campaign and throughout my presidency will be to end the corrupt merger of state and corporate power that is threatening now to impose a new kind of corporate feudalism in our country. And I'll tell you, um, you talk about a death wish. I don't know if you ever heard this guy talk, Ward, but this guy will bring it to the CIA. I mean, this guy, oh, yeah. is, he's, uh, he's got a chance. If he can, if he can, <laughs> if he can stay safe, I mean, how could yeah, you not well, pick him over Joe Biden? Oh, absolutely, he beats Biden hands down. the The only problem with Kennedy is, I mean, he's a smart dude, but he has he has a, a communication issue. He's got a disease, and, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, and not that not that it's his fault or anything like that. You know, I mean, but to hear him, it, sometimes when you listen to him talk, you have to struggle. It's true. Uh, at least I do. I do too. Uh, so to, for for somebody that's going to be a communicator, that might not be the best job for him. Uh, however, I, I mean, vice president would be a great job for him. I'd just like to see. Is, I'd like, like to said, see the Democrat party super clean, smart dude. clean itself up, man. I mean, it's something that I don't mind having fair and honest competition of ideas. Uh, but when you have what we have now, that's not what we have right now. We have a banana republic right now. We have one party. Oh, yeah. We have a uniparty. But on the face of it, we have one party that wants to burn the Constitution, get rid of elections, get rid of two-party system, and all that. Get rid of the Constitution. And you have another party that does too, but they're just going to play so we can still get uh, the money and pretend we have freedom. We don't have freedom in this country. There's two justice systems in this country. Conservatives do not have free speech, do not have the right to assemble. You just don't. I mean, and, and don't, we have to change the paradigm before we can exercise our freedoms because we don't have them right now. They have totally destroyed the judiciary in this country. Thank you, Lindsey Graham, once again. Uh, you're not going to get a fair trial. If you go to a blue city as a conservative, and you demonstrate or protest, there is a high possibility that you will get framed. They will frame you and put you in prison, and that's the end of it. No one's going to hear from you. And, I mean, if you don't believe that, they're sentencing these J6 guys to 23 years, seven years. They're never coming back. You know, maybe if, if, we, can, if we can get enough envelopes together, then maybe we can take the presidency. Other than that, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who gets the most polls or anything else. It only matters who gets the most envelopes. Voting doesn't mean anything. Counting paper is what matters now. And that's a damn shame, but you tell me the difference. Tell me, tell me that we're going to win on ideology. We did that in 2020, and it didn't work out too well. Um, so uh, 
Marjorie Taylor Greene was in a hearing um, about uh, the Biden crime family, uh, and she came outside the hearing and said a freaking mouthful, folks. Let's listen. We just uh, finished reviewing the financial records in the Treasury. Uh, what I saw was over 2,000 pages of jaw-dropping information. Uh, there's basically an enterprise wrapped around Joe Biden uh, involving not only multiple family members, more than we thought there were, but other people as well. Uh, just a complete conglomerate of LLC shell companies where money was passing through from foreign countries China, Ukraine, but many more countries than just those. There's a lot of information the American people deserve to know of the Biden family and the crimes they've been involved in. And the Oversight Committee has a much bigger investigation to do than we ever thought was possible. Um, I just saw evidence of human trafficking. Uh, this involved prostitutes, not only from here in the United States, but foreign countries like Russia and Ukraine. Uh, this is this is unbelievable that a president and a former vice president, uh, not only his son, Hunter Biden, but many more family members extending past Hunter Biden and his immediate family. Uh, we're going to have to really get to work. This is an investigation that needs to be revealed to the American people. And not only do we have questions about Hunter Biden himself, but this is going to extend into developing a web of uh, corruption, a web of fake companies uh, that's going to reveal money that came in from many foreign countries and went directly into the personal bank accounts of the Biden family where they have financially benefited directly from Joe Biden's uh, seats of power. And we look forward to investigating and exposing for this, this for the American people, and, um, and we'll see where it goes from there. Unfortunately, it's probably not going to go anywhere unless some of these Republican attorneys general get out there and start doing something. Um, this is not normal yep. times. Just think if it was, Ward. Think if this was normal times. You know what would happen? The attorney general would sick somebody on it. This is so corrupt right now. I've never seen it this bad. You know, I mean, before, it, there, was a, there might have been a little bit of a bias. But, man, people in the, in the Clinton administration got locked up. You know, Webb Hubble got locked up. A bunch of them did. You know? Uh, yeah, it, but Eric Holder got away with it. That was in the Obama. I, I mean, know. the whole world seen what he did. Obama's the one. I mean, he, committed, one it, I mean, it he committed an act of war. Yeah, I mean, that's where it started. Was, it, Obama's where it started. Oh yeah, Obama's yeah. exactly where it started. Obama's now, still the president. Here's my, here is my question. All right, they got all this information. You know, MTG was just talking about all this information that they got on Biden, right? That happened when Biden was the vice president. How much of that spills over onto Barack? Nothing for nothing. You know, yeah. I'm just kind of wondering because if there was all this, you know, money floating around, you don't think that, you know, the big guy got his 10%. What do you think the big, big guy got? Yeah. I mean, and this is, this is probably. Just kind of wondering. I mean, it just seems to me that with all that, you know, money and influence floating around that, I mean, because coming out of the, White House, Barack had a, a lot more money than he had going in, uh, you know, on a, what, a $500,000 paycheck? 
Less than none that. for none. Just Less saying. than that. Um, and you know it happened when he was he was into foreign policy when he was a senator too. I mean, I'm sure this didn't just oh, yeah. start when he was vice president. He's been there since the seventies. Oh no, 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 no! This has been going on for years. Yeah. He just he brought Junior in to run this run the show so that he could step back, and he was trying to insulate himself. But Junior was Ireland. an idiot. Took him to Ireland with him. You oh know, yeah, it, and I'm, I'm kind of curious as to, you know, I'd like to know where this where he went. I think I'd like to have broker. the Secret Service records of where 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 Hunter went. I bet he went to a while he with was the there. CCP guys because he was the broker of that, uh, and that's where they met the yep. last time was in Ireland. Uh, so it is interesting. Congressman Lance Gordon, little political news, Republican from Texas, met personally with Florida Governor Ron DeSantis in D.C. and minutes later publicly endorsed former President Donald Trump for the GOP nomination in 2024, dealing a huge blow to the Florida governor. Trump has pulled in 46 endorsements from House Republicans, including, and the, and the author has to mention all the MAGA guys, not the rest, not the other 40, but Representatives Matt Gates, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and Lauren Boebert. He's also been endorsed by nine U.S. senators, including J.D. Vance and Lindsey Graham, uh, who thinks he's going to be uh, something. He better not be. I'll tell you, but um, yeah, that's Lindsey Graham's the, doing that because he's he's scared because Donald Trump can end it. Yeah, well, he's that's, he's not reelected life. because of Trump. You know it. He I, got I, reelected because of Trump. You look at the karma that's going on. Trump karma is real. Ask Mitch McConnell, falling down some stairs, and numerous other. Ask Liz Cheney. Yeah, numerous other examples. Uh, throughout the, the, the political landscape, uh, not to mention Fox News Channel, $700 billion a settlement. That's got a sting. $780 million, that's, that's, freaking, that's a lot of Bill O'Reilly's right there. Uh, but yeah. couldn't happen to a better crew. You want to listen to Paul Ryan, that's what you get. Uh, I, yeah. I got to I, go exactly. ahead. I got a I got a clip. No, no, I, I'm just agreeing with you. Go ahead. I, I got a clip that I don't want to play because it's nasty and it's sickening. But along the lines of what I said earlier, if we don't do it here, nobody else is going to do it. You know, I mean, people are going to read the the news stories that are out there. Um, but this is this is something. This is another. We got to start talking to these Democrats, man. And this is another thing. That in in passing with your neighbors or if you're talking news or politics, this is something that is happening because Democrats are letting it happen. Uh, This is going to be a little queasy for you to listen to. So if you don't want to listen to something like that, uh, go ahead and turn it off now. And we'll be back in about four minutes. But I want you to listen to this report from our southern border. Uh, I heard this and... This is ruining people, man. This is this is something. Be prepared for for some horror. But let's listen to it and get through it. We have to deal with the truth. We're adults. Well, the the uh, story I was telling uh, you earlier was one that um, I had taken a news crew down, and we were uh, doing a tour of the uh, border, and came across a uh, ICE and and Border Patrol on horseback. And also on ATVs, and they were, uh, and they 
told us to be very careful that there were coyotes in the area uh, that had coyotes, not the not the animal coyotes. Not the animals. These are the Mexican cartel coyotes, and they had executed uh, the husbands of uh, the two women and two daughters that uh, they were now looking for. And what ended up happening is is that they had uh, separated themselves and had gone, I guess, back to Mexico. And eventually, the uh, women we did come across them. And so in carrying one of the eight-year-olds uh, to the car, and then we eventually got him to medical treatment and, and to the border ice and stuff and uh, started talking to him. Now, I've got, I've got a medical background, so started evaluating them. And the eight-year-old little girl couldn't speak. She couldn't talk. She couldn't do anything at all. So when we finally turned him over and they, they took him to the hospital and stuff, and I, I uh, talked to the uh, doctor in regards to what was going on, I got a call from him, and he said, basically, professional, professional in the medical field. I just wanted to let you know, the little eight-year-old girl had 67 different DNA samples inside of her. Uh, so these are the things that people don't uh, know about, and they don't understand that these women are being... Stop right there. This is so shocking to me that the Biden administration is allowing and the cartels are allowing this to, to go on and to launder money for these this human trafficking and all these atrocities that are taking place. And here's a, an eight-year-old little girl, innocent little girl, that has 67 mm-hmm. traces of DNA. How is mm-hmm. that even possible? I well, mean- that's, the, that's the minimum that she could have been raped. Um, and the reason why she couldn't talk was because she had screamed uh, and cried for so many days and weeks uh, coming up to America, the, the land of opportunity. Well, these women, uh, the land of opportunity is filled with nothing but uh, abuse, uh, rape, and, and all of the things that, that take place because every time that they walk and then they stop at night, that is what takes place at all night long. Uh- man, I, I'll tell you, it, it's uh, there's some sick guys out there, man. Eight-year-old girl. Eight-year-old girl, 67 different guys. I mean, I was at a a conference one time a few years ago in Washington, D.C. It was held by FAIR, the Federation for American Immigration Reform. Uh, And it it was a trip because the president had just been elected. President Trump had just been elected. And we have all these speakers lined up to interview. And all of a sudden, President Trump decided he's three blocks away. And all the- okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All of a sudden, he decided to hold an immigration forum, and all of our freaking interviews left. They all went to the freaking White House. I was like, damn. But anyway, this one sheriff, I think he was from Arizona, uh, but we were interviewing him, and he said that what these people do is their mothers pump them full of uh, birth control medicine before they sent them on their trips with these coyotes. What a what a bunch of animals, man. I mean, everybody. Everybody that's involved with it. I'll, I'll tell you what. A civilization that does not protect its unprotected, its children and its elderly and its infirmed, a civilization that does that does not stay around for long, Ward. We oh, gotta you're f- absolutely right. It, you know, it, 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 now that you're saying that, it kind of it, shows you the, the forked tongue with which the Democrats speak with, right? Because they're all for abortion. They're pissed off that they're not allowed to kill more babies. But yet somebody shoots up a school and it's, oh, we got to remove the guns to save the children. And it's like, you know, what about the kids that you're killing in mass? I think I'm going to put my tinfoil hat on here and go out on a limb. But I think and I don't know how much time is going to have to go by or what events are going to have to happen for the lid to be blown off this. But I do know one thing. The truth always comes out. The truth always comes out. And I'm going to bet you that deep in the bowels of the deep state, you're going to look at some of these school shootings and you're going to find government involvement. I honestly believe that. I I really do. I I just think sometimes I think Alex Jones might have had it off a little bit. But I'll tell you. I don't think there's any stretch of my imagination that thinks that the government is not capable of that. They are. As I said, oh, yeah. this, this well, is I mean, the, 30th, the 30th anniversary of them burning children to death in Texas. For what? What happened that they had to burn all those people to death like that? The U.S. government, the FBI, Janet Reno and the DOJ... Unbelievable. I, I just, it, they're too frequent. They're too, and, and maybe there's other reasons too, but I just, I just don't trust these people anymore. I don't. No, I mean, especially after you see what happened on January 6th. Oh, yeah. I mean, January 6th shows you. I mean, Ray Epps was, is, he works for the FBI and you've seen him all dressed up in gear. You've seen the video. Sure. You know, video don't lie. And, and that's the only video you saw, Kevin McCarthy, because the rest you're still sitting on. Don't think we forgot about that either. I told you about Tucker Carlson. I told you they shut him down. He came on with three clips, and that's it. That's the last of it, and we haven't talked about it since then. And I guarantee you there's more than well, that. Well, the, the, thing, the only thing that was good that came of that is the dude that was the QAnon shaman? He got released, right? Let's you know, get the he rest. Was supposed of to do seven years because you know they had him for unlawful trespass and blah 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 blah. 
And then after they released that video, they got the sentence overturned. Yeah. But, I mean, there's more. There's more that we have to fix. Now, there is some good things going yeah. on. This is this is a beauty right here. Yesterday, you remember uh, uh, the mayhem in St. Louis and the two people, the man and wife out in front of their house in St. Louis and the BLM people. Yeah, with the yeah. He, he had the AR-15, and she had a pistol. And it, and the DA, mm-hmm. the St. Louis DA charged them and was going to do all. Yesterday was a very bad, no good day for Soros-backed St. Louis DA Kim Gardner. First, it was the opening day of a trial brought by the Attorney General of Missouri to have her removed from her office over dereliction of duty and other charges. In another courtroom, Gardner was threatened with jail for contempt of court. Her office was to begin the prosecution of an alleged murder, but nobody shows up and the alleged killer could go free on bail or have the charges dropped altogether. Now, when you hear that, just think, there's a family out there that lost a loved one that's following this. Oh, and they, yeah. they go to the court, and in this case, the DA is their hero that's going to put this guy away, and they don't even show up. It's not the first time that her office has done something like this. Also... Another prosecutor has resigned. That makes three in just two weeks. And these are liberal DAs. I guess this is what happens when you're a liberal Soros butt-kissing Marxist. The judge in the murder trial has ordered Gardner into his court on the 24th to argue why she should not be found in contempt of court. That's good stuff, man. That, that's just, that's good. Yeah. I mean, it's my time. It is. It's way overdue. All these... All these Soros DAs, her, uh, Bragg, the whole, you know, you can go on and on with all these uh, DAs that have just turned the judicial system into a, you know, rotating gate that they go into court. You know, they get picked up. They're out on the street within the same, within hours. Yeah. I mean, it's just. It's, and it's turning, it's turning uh, the country cities into lawless places. We're going to go go to that in a minute. But um, first, before we do that, uh, t- Tucker Carlson, when, when he's good, he's good, man. I mean, he, he just really is. Let's listen to him uh, talk about our favorite California congressman. You never think of the U.S. Congress as a jobs program. On the other hand, what would Eric Swalwell be doing without it? Well, he'd be slinging drinks at a Fuddruckers at a strip mall. He'd be grateful for the gig. But he's in Congress. His life is very different. When he's not shagging Chinese spies, he gets to travel all over the world at his donor's expense. Thanks to our campaign finance laws, Swalwell gets to live like a minor celebrity with a security detail that carries guns his voters aren't allowed to carry. If he wants to, he could hang out on the beach in a Hawaiian shirt with an umbrella drink, gold chains, and a chest wig. He could head off the Middle East to get more free camel rides. He could do a lot of things. What has he been doing? Chadwick Moore has reviewed the latest Swalwell financial disclosures. He's with Spectator USA. He joins us tonight. Eric Swalwell, party time. How are you doing, Chadwick? Are you doing as well as as Eric Swalwell has been doing? Oh, man, I wish that I was. It's spring break with Eric Swalwell, brought to you by Bud Light and the CCP, it appears to be. (laughs) So we're looking at some of these campaign expenditures. (laughs) And uh, the campaign has spent, check out my numbers right, $11,000 on hotels in Miami Beach, where it's always ski season, if you know what I mean. 
They also end up spending $8,000 on hotels in Times Square, New York, where there's a lot of Chinese massage parlors in that area. Don't know why I mentioned that. Just uh, off the top of my head, they also spent $6,000 in West Hollywood, California, where perhaps they took in a drag queen brunch or two. It's like the Selma, Alabama of the drag queen civil rights movement over there. (laughs) And finally, we know they spent uh, nearly $10,000 in Las Vegas, where... Surprisingly, they did not stay at the Mandarin. And while we're unsure what the Swalwell campaign was doing in Las Vegas, we can speculate maybe he was auditioning to the mascot of Circus Circus or perhaps holding a boycott of Texas Hold'em. Either way, I think it's safe to say that blowing $10,000 in Las Vegas is a lot better for the country than sending it to Ukraine, for example. (laughs) I think that's right. But you just got to think, is he grateful? I mean, you can imagine him as your over-talkative waiter on a cruise ship. Without Congress. But now he's got like a necktie on. He's having weird sex with Chinese spies. And he's going to Vegas. Like this is a massive upgrade for the man. I know. What a life this guy has. And the donors don't seem to be bothered at all. Why would they be? I mean, they come to expect it at this point. But you know what? If your whole uh, party platform is basically changing the weather and uh, uplifting every minority in the country and everything else they want to do, it's going to cost a lot of money and take a lot of time, and those are going to be really, really high hotel bills. So he's uh, perfectly in line. I, I don't think that they're too upset with him. They keep giving him money to do these things. Party time with Eric Swalwell. I smell a recurring segment. <laughs> and now that you've described West Hollywood as the Selma of the trans civil rights movement, <laughs> <laughs> I hope you'll come back for it. Chad McMore, yes. great to see you. Now, that's something that I really like about Tucker's show. He puts a little comedy in there. He's got another correspondent from Washington, from Seattle, that comes on all the time that's funny. I love that stuff that, because that's how you defeat these people, folks. you got to go into the Saul Alinsky handbook, Rules for Radicals. You isolate them and you ridicule them. That's how you take these people down. Swalwell's future is not good. And we're not done with him this evening either. But Ward sent that to me earlier. This is this is how you beat him. How can anybody yeah, take anything that guy says serious? The average American's not going to. No. Because the, the answer to anything that comes out of his mouth is, dude, you were buying a Chinese spy. Right. Every single time. Care. No matter what you say, he could have, he could actually have irrefutable evidence yep. that President Trump did something. You know, and it's like, dude, you banged the Chinese spy. And think of it that way. It don't matter. Think of this. Orange man bad. It's the same thing. It's what they do to us on a daily basis, and we have to send it back to them. We have to send it right back to George Bush is stupid. Oh, yeah, right. He flies a jet plane off an aircraft carrier, and I don't like the guy, but it was effective. It was effective. Sure. And Carl Rove told him, turn the other cheek. <laughs> anyway, ridicule them, isolate them, and ridicule them, and don't use their terminology. Well, use your own. Use your own terminology. Don't use no, theirs. No, have uh, have fun at their expense. Exactly, exactly. So I'm going through the media, looking, wondering why all of our children are acting so stupid. And I'm thinking, oh man, what happened in Chicago? And I'm looking at this, and it says protesters set off smoke bombs, burn effigy of conservative speaker in the street. This is from the Daily Caller News Foundation. 
And I'm looking, protesters set off smoke bombs and burn an effigy of a conservative speaker on Tuesday evening at the Wait For It University of Pittsburgh to protest a debate on transgenderism, the student newspaper, the Pitt News, reported. The Pitt College Republicans partnered with the Intercollegiate Studies Institute to hold an on-campus debate between conservative commentator Michael Knowles and based politics co-founder Brad Palumbo about whether transgenderism should be regulated by law, according to the event webpage. More than 250 stupid, rich, spoiled kids, no protesters, rallied outside the venue where they set off smoke bombs and fireworks and burned a cutout of Knowles in the street, the Pitt News reported. Peaceful protests and disagreement are welcome, but the protesters who tried to shut down the event and set off fires clearly crossed the line. Free speech and open debate should be welcome, not viciously condemned at a university of all places, which I contend it's not anymore. Yes, even on sensitive topics like transgender rights, Palumbo told the Daily Caller News Foundation. The debate over these issues nationally is happening. Whether angry student active, whether angry children like it or not, they should grow up and participate like adults, not throw temper tantrums like spoiled children. Now, I like that. I use my own terminology. Police detained multiple individuals, but of course they made no arrest. Pitt spokesperson Jared Stoney, Stonecipher told the Pitt News an investigation is currently ongoing. Pitt sent out an emergency notice service, ENS, at 7.35 yesterday p.m. Uh, on Tuesday evening, warning the campus that there was a public safety emergency on the street where the protesters were stationed, according to its Twitter account. The university called in medics as a precautionary measure, closed several buildings, and warned people to stay away from the protest area. I wondered, uh, and I wasn't trying to take you off guard there, but did you hear anything about this? No, I did not. Did, uh, in, until I read the story tonight, was the first time I'd, I'd heard anything about it. I, I didn't hear anything about it either. I, I didn't. Uh, I really. I mean, didn't. I mean, it wasn't on the news, like on, on the local news. It's I because my, my wife watches that, and I'm sure that if something happened, mine like too, that, and she didn't hear it either. I asked. I she was the first person I asked was my wife. Because she has all the local alerts on her phone, and she watches the local news, and I mean, she doesn't. She watches headlines. She doesn't sit there and watch the whole show. But usually, sure. she knows about stuff like that. Well, you that know? would be. You'd think that that would be a headline. Hey, you would. You know, there, there, there's riots at Pitt. <laughs> you know, and it's it's. Uh, I mean, I mean, this whole idea, this whole generation is being ripped off, man. Those professors at these universities, they are killing these kids. They are setting them up to be Chinese slaves. They really are. If you don't have critical thinking skills in this day and age, it's, I mean, with AI and with the corporate media all on the same page and with local media all on the international same page. I mean, I don't know if you've seen that clip word of every local vice president, KDKA, WTAE, and every city in the country saying the exact same thing about misinformation and stuff like that. They're all dialed in, oh, too. Yeah. They're not independent. It was it- no, it was, it was basically all the same script. I seen exactly. I've seen the the one where they cut them all together, where yeah, yeah, they yeah. were all doing the same news report. Yep, there you go. There you and, go. I mean, it was written, you know, from one from California to Maine. It was it yep. it was the same 
it, it was the same sentence structure. Exactly. You know? They were playing it together, and it was all in rhythm. I mean, it, it was something that uh, they're not independent. Don't don't fool yourself into thinking because it's local, it's not freaking propaganda. It is. All of it. No, it's owned by a bigger company. That There's there's only six media companies in, in on the planet. And That's true. If they're on TV, if they're you know on television, they're owned by another. They're owned by one of those six. Companies. And by the way, all these clips that you're hearing, with the exception of Tucker Carlson, those are all podcasters. Those aren't major. That that, that story about what happened that eight year old girl. That's some lady doing a podcast. You know that's what these are. MTG. She's being interviewed by somebody with a cell phone. You know that this is this is what we're doing. That's why you got to share this stuff. Oh, and we're not done with MTG, and we're not done with Eric Swalwell. Um, ladies and gentlemen, this next clip. Let me just see if I can do this. Uh, bang bang. Okay, this next clip is two and a half minutes long. The original clip is almost five minutes long. Wherever you hear the tone, the tone I have sped it up and taken three minutes worth of dead airspace in the House of Representatives when they were trying to figure out what to do uh, out of the clip. So this lasted a lot longer than what you're going to hear. When, when you hear that tone, think 45 seconds of dead air when they're trying to figure this out. Uh, this is hilarious, though. Listen, to the first line, you got to listen right from the beginning. I mean, MTG isn't the perfect congresswoman, but she brings stuff every now and then, I'll tell you. Our rhetoric and to denounce anti-Semitism and anti-police rhetoric in this country so that Jewish Americans and police officers can be safer. Congressman, I do. Thank you, and I yield back. The gentleman yields, and now I recognize the gentlelady from Georgia, Miss Green. That was quite entertaining from someone that had a sexual relationship with a Chinese spy, and everyone knows it. But I move to take our words down. Completely inappropriate. Yeah, stand by just a second while we research the rule. Um, give me just a second. I need to reclaim my, make sure I have my full five minutes. A motion has been made. The gentleman will, uh, the committee will suspend and the gentleman will state the words that he wishes taken down. Everything that the gentlelady from Georgia has said. No, you need to be more specific. The accusations of an affair with a Chinese spy. Those are engaging in personalities and they sh- those words should be taken down and the gentlelady should not be able to speak anymore in this hearing. That is not an, the latter part of that is not an appropriate motion, but we will evaluate the striking of those words. Give me just a second. The chair uh, recognizes the gentlelady from Georgia and asks if she would like to retract those words. No, I will not. For those members who are wondering, uh, we are looking into rule um, clause one of rule 17 and the rules of the house. Okay, the chair rules that those uh, words that were spoken are not going to be stricken from the record. Mr. Chair. The gentleman. Mr. Chair. This guy is Benny Johnson. He was the chairman 
of the January 6th committee. From Mississippi is recognized. Um, I don't think there's any question about uh, what the general lady said. I've been on this committee uh, from day one. Uh, we've never had an accusation uh, made of any member like that. And I'm appalled at it. <laughs> we all ought to be embarrassed at it. We are better committed than what the general lady is trying to make of this committee. After all the things that they accused people of in the January 6th hearings, he comes out with that. And the only way they get away with it is because we're the only ones that know it, Ward. It's the only reason. The well, only reason yeah. they get away with this is because they don't, they don't tell them. They, the media doesn't broadcast this like they should. Yeah, well, that and the fact that most people aren't like us and wouldn't sit and watch a hearing, you know. I mean, because I'll, I'll turn the hearings on when I'm working and have it running in the background and I listen, and, you know, in case something, you know, I, I want to, you know, pay attention to comes on or whatever. But you get, that's how you get stuff like this. And what I thought was awesome when, was when they said, do you want to take it back? She's like, no, I do not. That was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. Why should she? Everybody does know. Swalwell got kicked off the committee for it. It's true. It happened. Exactly. You know, no matter what Benny Thompson exactly. says, or whatever his damn name is, freaking. Mm. You know, it's one of them cases where, you know what, you can always sue. Yeah, I think that's, that's why he can't sue, because he knows that if he sues, they got to go through discovery. And I think that's the next wave of all this, of COVID, uh, of the transgender oh, yeah. stuff. I think of all this. I, I think that, man, the lawsuits are going to line up. There, there's already transgender people that are hitting 18 that were that were talked into this when they were 13, and they're going for it. They're sad. They're, they're mad, you know, But and they should well, be. You, you know, here's the thing. You know, if kids were secretly getting baptized at school, the leftists would riot. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. That's a good point. But no, but it's okay. Nobody says a damn word when these groomers go in and, you know, they're, they're these trannies or whatever it is. And I mean, it's just sexualizing children. I know it's pedophilia. And, and no, I mean, that, that is, that is, that, that's the textbook definition of pedophilia. Indeed. Indeed. And let me tell you, if you're out there and you're in the teacher's union or you're in the Senate or wherever you are, you're in the medical community, because you guys are getting come after next, the doctors, the COVID doctors, and the trans-testicle doctors. You guys are all going to be held accountable. And if not by men, by God. And I'm just telling you, this is there's not a whole lot more in this world that is more evil than what you people are doing. There's not a whole lot and anything left. You start doing this to children. Think about what you're doing, what you're condoning, what you're trying to bring around as normal. It's not, and you're not going to get away with it. You might get away with it for the short term, but it's not going to last. Um, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have to break to the United States Senate. Uh, the United States Senate, the honorable uh, people in the Senate, the, the state of Pennsylvania, the Keystone State, with our unblemished record uh, of, of electoral, electoral integrity and honesty in the Keystone State, is unfettered, fettered, oh, 
I called to this hearing of the U.S. Senate Subcommittee and Food and Nutrition, Specialty Crops, Organics, and Research to order. Chairwoman Stevenow. And Ranking Member Boozman, thank you so much for coming. I thank you for your leadership on this committee, and I look forward to working with you to pass a farm bill. A farm bill that works for small far farmers, rural communities, and hungry Americans. I would also like to thank my ranking member, Senator Braun. And I look forward to working closely with you. SNAP is one of the most effective programs to fight hunger and poverty in the country. In my time in effort in IFAS, as the mayor of Braddock to lieutenant governor to now, I have heard from Pennsylvanians about their support for a SNAP. Hunger is not a Republican or a Democrat issue. It's all of our issue that we have to take it on. We need to come together and stop playing political games with Americans' access to food. Americans like Chair about Clory Jor from the north to the town of Northeast in Pennsylvania tells me that his victim was skimming, which was when somebody stole money and he relied from its SNAP EBT. Mr. Jor is not the first Pennsylvanian I've heard this from. I fear he won't be the last. And I will work in this farm bill to modernize SNAP to work to recipients in the 21st century. I look forward to from hearing from you, your witness on this nutrition assistance on the farm bill. And I will now turn to Senator Braun for any opening comments that he would like to make. Wow. I mean, have you ever been to the city of Northeast in Pennsylvania Ward? I've never been no. there. Never heard of that one. No. Um, and by the way, well, that, you know, that, wasn't, it, it, that, that wasn't from a podcast, ladies and gentlemen. That one was from C-SPAN. Yeah, and that that's <laughs> that's kind of funny because uh, you know that's where he was for the last two months practicing that speech. Right. You yeah, think you think his people? Yeah. You think his chief of staff was smart enough to cut it down to sixty seconds? Because he yeah, didn't he didn't make it like, much. Dude, that, that last minute was horrible. Last minute was horrible. Well, I mean, the first part of it because like the delivery of the speech. You know, it, it's like he's his voice is going up towards the end when it should be going down. You know how <laughs> just normal speech pattern goes. It's like I, I can't even do it. I, I, I was trying. I, I thought maybe I'll try and do it and, and I'll impress him. No, I can't do that because my, my, my brain doesn't let my voice do that because it's stupid. And my brain doesn't let me do stupid things. <laughs> it's great. It's absolutely outstanding. Um yeah, where are we at here? Oh, did I get rid of that? I did. Did I? Damn, I thought I had it here. I guess not. I gotta I gotta find that thing. Uh four one two two zero six six two zero eight. If you would like to be on the program, ladies and gentlemen, we are uh taking calls. Let's see, what's this? H uh, let's see if I can find and, this. And you one. know it is hump day headlines, so we will be asking for a quote or trivia. So 
And and like the man said, that's right. And and like the man said, Technical difficulties have occurred with the hosts of this podcast. Please do not adjust your broadband connection. There Thank you. you. Ladies and gentlemen, 412-206-6208. If you want to be on the program, let's go directly uh, to Ken from King George. Hello, sir. You are up. Trivia or wow. quote? Oh, man. I, I forgot it's Wednesday. Uh, let's, do, let's try trivia. One of these days, I'm going to get this. That's the goal. I'll give you an easy one, Ken. How's that? Uh, how about this? How long was the first Thanksgiving? That room? How long was the first Thanksgiving? Marlene says Marlene one day. One day? Nope. Thanksgiving. I said three weeks. Not quite. Well, I think that's the first time we got through the whole Jeopardy clip. Yeah. One year. Bubba says one and year. You want to give me? I'll give you a shot, Ken, because nobody in the chat room's got it. I, well, okay. So you got to think back then. You know, everybody was arriving, but you know, they, they didn't Uber to it or Lyft or whatever. So everybody's riding on horseback. takes a couple days uh, to get there. So I'm going to say like three days. You would be correct, sir, as Christy was in the in the chat room. Nice. Christy All right. John then, but I wasn't going to say that because I, I was in the middle of Ken's expl- explanation. So uh, we'll, we'll call it a tie. Okay. What's on your mind, Ken? Oh, man, you're talking about all the snap and wick. and that is, How much of that is just a, a money laundering scheme, too? I mean, come on. Well, now. yeah, it's it, it's it's graft. I mean, I mean, you, you, ahead, you go to the grocery store and you look at you look at certain things. Oh, well, you can, if, you know, they, they've even got labels on shit now where it's like, you know, this is wick approved and this is wick approved. Oh, yeah. You know, Every one of those and, little stores. It's all the name brand. It's, it's not the Food Lion brand shit. It's the the, the name brand uh, stuff. You know, oh, it's yeah. like and it's more. it's the stuff that keeps you sick too. It's the Coca Cola and it's the freaking Cheetos and it's everything else. Well, uh, that stuff didn't used to it didn't used to be on there. You, you didn't used to be able to buy stuff like that. Well, I, I'm thinking more like the canned goods type stuff. You know, like the canned tomatoes and the vegetables and stuff like that. But it's usually the name brand stuff, and not the like the food line brand stuff. And, and this is your oligarchy. This is your lobbyists on K Street that work at Del Monte that come in and tell your local senator, "Hey, man, you know you need to vote for this. You're in the U.S. Department of Agriculture. You need to vote to allow these uh, Del Monte tomatoes to come in there, or whatever, or Doritos, 
or or whatever. I mean, can't you get cigarettes with the EBT now? I mean, or I don't think so. Not not yet. You, yeah. you I don't know. I, I was never a big fan of the program. I mean, what, I mean, well, I did, so so no. what, guy guy I work with, he he's from you know his parents live in Alaska, and you know it it and it's all about what it, what do you guys always say? It's always about the language, right? So they provide all this government assisted housing and shit for the for the Alaskan natives, right? Well, mm-hmm. they. They've it. They're considered clients, so they'll build all this like Section Eight housing and shit like that up there for them. And the first thing these guys do when they move in is they rip out like all the shit in the bathroom, all the cabinets and everything, and it just sits out in the front yard. He's like, "Hey, goes you go into you know Anchorage or whatever you know, and you'll see this shit on a regular basis." And he goes, these people live like savages, but we keep throwing money at them, you know, because that's the Democrat solution to everything is just sure. throw more money at it, right? Well, It'll you know, itself. Well, the thing is, I don't have a problem with anybody getting help, right? Like, the, there's that WIC program where they, they help mothers with babies and, and whatnot, and, and I, I'm I'm down with that. I'm okay with that because it's a, it's a it's a very scheduled thing, right? It's you know from when you start, you know your third trimester or whatever, they start giving you vitamins and crap like that, and they give you what you know baby formula. I'm okay with that uh, because it ends once the kid hits a year old or whatever, and they give you just milk and stuff like that. And I'm okay with that because I'm okay with helping. What I have a right. problem with is the other programs where they don't investigate, they don't do anything. It's basically an open checkbook. Here, we're going to give you how many kids you got? Eighteen. We're going to give you nine thousand dollars a month, and you, you know, and have guess, at it. And, and, guess what? We're not going to. And you go and you see them grocery shop, and they got crab legs and all kinds of <laughs> stuff. They eat way better than I do, and there's no end to it. And there, what, and what don't no they investigation fund? to make sure they're needing it? There's no I don't federal, mind, like I just said, don't mind helping. There's I, no federal class to teach these people. You talk about helping. Where's the federal class that's fully funded that teaches these women, you know, if you wait to get married before you have kids, you won't be in poverty. Like that won't happen. If you do it, nobody, there's nobody teaching the right way. It's just reacting to bad behavior is yeah. what, what we're so, doing. So, so so why why is it that they they always look for the government for a handout? Okay, I, I mean I know I work with a lot of people. You know, we live in a very rural area. There's a lot of churches, and and I know the one guy that you know he was like, man, he says our food bank is overflowing. You know, we've it, got that problem here too. But it, it, it's like, you know, it, everybody's been trained that, oh, well, the government's going to solve all my problems. You just vote for this person, and they're going to fix every problem you have. And, you know, on, uh, look at all the people that voted for Joe. Uh, are your problems all fixed? Well, Hell no. You're still rioting, in, you know. I think we... we the we, government we, is the government is not going to fix your shit. you got to fix your own shit or... Get 
people in your community that maybe help you out, you know. But see, what you have and now is you don't you, you don't have. There's no shame in that. There used to be shame when I was growing up. I was ashamed to be on food stamps. I was, honest to God, I'm not lying. I was on food stamps for a couple years, and I was ashamed of it because today you can just go there and you look like a regular shopper if somebody doesn't see your card color, the color of the card. And that was was the other thing that that my buddy Bruce pointed out. You know, he goes, well, they give them an EBT card, so it gives them a little bit of dignity because – Everybody else is playing, paying with plastic. Well, hey, if I whip out this card, you know. Well, yeah. that was part of it. And the exactly. other part was that because when they gave the food stamps, people were able to buy the food stamps. If they gave them a card, they had to hold on to the card. So they they yeah, didn't but, worry but they, as much. Because because there was dudes who would buy food dude, stamps. They're still doing But that. they'd, pay, they'd still, pay 10 cents on a dollar. Let me give you the criminal, you the know, criminal analysis of it. They still do that. They go up, the rich white lady that voted for Biden goes up to the poor black lady in the parking lot of the freaking Giant Eagle and gives her a list of stuff to buy. And the lady goes in there with her food stamp or EBT card and buys everything on that list and comes out with the receipt, gives the food and the receipt to the white lady, and it says $100, and the white lady gives her 50 bucks cash. That's the way it works now. They didn't solve the problem. I'm just no, saying it because I know per- that. They're, they're perpetuating the problem by, the well, the, the government's perpetuated because that's what they want. Of course they, they do. Want they want dependency. They want dependence that's on, right. hey, vote, continue to vote for me. You're still going to get this check once, <clears throat> once a month or twice a month or whatever the hell, you know. And it, yeah, the shit's got to stop. The, the, you know? the Republicans want to take your Social Security. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, we're yeah, we're going to yeah. give you this and, check forever. And there's no sh- there's well, no shame yeah. in it. And and the other side of this is our fake churches. You know, if you look at, I honestly believe that there was a day after the Great Society was passed by LBJ, and everybody started realizing that you could get paid for doing nothing except having kids. And I think that the churches realized, because the churches, before that, there wasn't any welfare. Or it was very, very, very meek. And the churches did take care of things. And they did run church uh, kitchens. And they did help people get housing and things like that. And it took all their money to do that. But as soon as the Democrat welfare system kicked in, all of a sudden their bank accounts are rising. Because the government's taking care of stuff they used to take care of. That's when the cultural demise started, in my opinion. When the churches started realizing, and I'm not necessarily saying the, the clergy, but you look at the, what do they call them, the trustees, the vet, the vestry of these churches, the board of directors of the churches. They're just businesses, too. Uh, they realize, hey, you know, if we support these Democrats— they're going to keep on with these funding programs, and we get to keep all this money. And Reverend Ike gets a Cadillac, right? You know? and, and well, you know, and you look at these mega churches like was it uh, what the hell's the guy down there? In, uh, two, two minutes, Ken. Two minutes, sir. 
But uh, oh, I know you're talking about uh, Olsteen. Yeah, Olsteen. Olsteen, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. come on, man. You know, and and it's, and I, I believe it's people like him that, that, that give the church a bad rap. And then plus you got all these, you know, and they're always constantly going after the Catholic churches, you know, for, you know, diddling young boys and whatnot. And I'm sure it happens in other churches, but for some reason the Catholic church seems to, not that I'm Catholic or anything, but. No, I, but they're the know, only, they're, no, the, they're the only church that the men can't, they, they can't marry. Well, no, and the problem the the problem I have with the Catholic Church and what they did was when they caught these dudes doing it, instead of saying, "Hey," and changing to another prayer. Sorry, yeah, they just played hide and go seek with them. Yep, and uh, just start moving around, and that's what I thought was bullshit because they knew that this guy was messing with little kids, and they protected him by moving them. You know, no, that's. Well, you said it. Right, I mean, so I still got, go, go ahead. So I still got about thirty seconds. Yeah, you go. So, yeah, you're good. So I got a call. I got, <laughs> I got a call at work the other day from the lady that coordinates the one bluegrass festival, and she called me up, giving me all sorts of help because I have eight reservations. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, man, I'm going to just start this new job, and my two other buddies that go camping with, they're you know. Um, they're, they're, one guy's on a European rant. Or, Romp and uh, the other guy. It's his anniversary weekend. I think the twenty fifth anniversary weekend. So I'm like, yeah, we're we're probably not gonna make it this year. <laughs> I said, but if you do something in the in the you know in late August September time frame, just let me know. I, you know, we'll probably do it then. So all right, well, make sure you let us know. I love those stories, Ken. All right. Thanks for calling. But, yeah, it was just weird that I was sitting at work, and then all of a sudden it was like, Mr. B's yeah. bluegrass comes up on my phone. <laughs> like, oh, right shit, right after we talked about it. That's cool. All right, thanks, brother. I got, I got I got three more callers on the line. Thanks for calling. Okay. All right, there's Ken from King George. Thank you for calling. And we were going next to Rico in Kentucky. Hello, Rico. What's on your mind? So, oh, nope, my bad. Trivia or uh, quote? Oh. Let's go with trivia. I hate quotes. <laughs> All right. I almost uh, we 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 almost got the last one right. There you go. Because yep. Kennedy, Kennedy was the youngest president actually elected. Was. Roosevelt was the youngest president. Which state has the longest freshwater shoreline? Oh, I know that one. I'm I'm from that state, state of Michigan. You would be correct, sir. Nice job. Yeah. Is that a we first? Didn't, we didn't even have time for the. We didn't even have time for the song or anything. No, I got to get a. Wow, I got to get a winner. I got to get a winner. Everybody a winner always song. talks about who has the longest coastline of the lower forty-eight. You know, and people don't even think about Michigan because Michigan's got two peninsulas, right? Yeah. They got a lower and they got an upper. Every single one of them is surrounded, you know, by seventy uh, percent uh, water. So they've got the longest coastline. Period. Cool. Other than Alaska. Good deal, you know. So, see, that's our audience. Well, the, the key, the key there. to it too, was was freshwater. Right? Yeah, right. freshwater made it easier because there's no other. There's really no yeah. other uh, freshwater. I, I would think maybe Wisconsin or maybe Ohio, maybe this, maybe second because they got they got a little bit of strip of about 100, 200 miles or so. They got a lot of lakes, Indiana's too. got a little. Indiana's got a little bit there. Uh, Wisconsin, uh, Minnesota's got a little bit there. 
and you can't forget some of these other small lakes that are uh, not super huge, but they're they're up there, and uh, there's some coastline there. So, but uh, freshwater, yeah, that's just that's just. But anyways, uh, why why are these people from Nashville not being called into the White House, but other people are? Which people? Like it, it kind of bothers the hell out. You talking about the victims in the school or the legislatures, legislators? Yeah, I think it's the victims from the school or even the uh, people that uh, I would say law enforcement, basically, who saved some lives should be called into the White House. Oh, but no. Oh, yeah. They, every one of them should get medals. Absolutely. Yeah. When when they took that guy down, yeah, that, I mean that was that was a precision operation, man. They, and yeah. they did their job and they did it well. They should, yeah, they should all got medals pinned to them. But well, this White House ain't going to do it. No, they're Christians. No, this, yeah, if it's yeah, if they're Christians, they don't they they don't they don't care about that. They care about they care about the visualization of what's mm-hmm. going on. We we need to have only black people come to the White House. Uh, that's kind of ironic, isn't it? Uh, I mean, I, I I don't like going down the racial thing, but it's some. It, they're not they're not your average American values citizen, which there are plenty of black ones. I think it's that the, I yeah. think the Christian thing uh, is more important, and the, and the racial element that you talk about is the way that the the people in the legislature that 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 they they did get commended. Kamala Harris went down there and sounded like. Uh, like uh, oh yeah, the Reverend, the Reverend Wright down there uh, talking about these morons. It, it's something that's uh, and, and the thing is, they they committed more of an insurrection in their state capital than the January six people did that have been in prison for two years now. Well, you can't trial. say that though. Right. You're not allowed to say that. Well, I'll, I'll just keep saying that. They're trying to that, shut that, you up, just like, <laughs> you know, just like that, you know, uh, that 1984 uh, movie or whatever. They're going to shut you up. You can't say anything unless it's pre-approved. Remember close, that. Close to true. Close you know, you gotta, everything's got to be pre-approved. For, any, for anybody who is a MAGA Republican, a Republican conservative, anything that has to do with the right, everything that you do now is going to have to be pre-approved. Even going, taking... You know, taking a dump out in the outhouse. That's got to be pre-approved. <laughs> and don't fall for it, folks. Don't, uh, if You know that I don't agree with Kurt Schlichter on a lot of things. But he's got a column up today at townhall.com. I would suggest that you go read it. Um, don't get caught up. We, you have to understand. You have to know the battlefield. And the battlefield right now is Democrats have the First Amendment right. Republicans, especially MAGA Republicans, do not. You do not have First Amendment rights if you're a Republican. If you're a MAGA person and you go to a blue city and you protest, you're getting locked up. You're getting locked up and the government's going to frame you. Make sure you know that. We have to win at the ballot box before we can change anything. And if you want to go protest, use your energy and go collect envelopes. Go collect envelopes with Republican ballots in them. That's how you protest. That's how you win. We're not going to win by changing white suburban women's minds. We're going to win by collecting freaking ballots. It's not about voters. It's about ballots. 
Please don't forget that. Rico, it's your dime. I just wanted to use that uh, second, couple seconds. Well, I was just, you know, we haven't heard about East, East Palestine, Ohio in a while. I was wondering if they've got, you know, if they have been given any kind of money to help them out and fix some things. Have they, has, has the government well, Biden still that? hasn't showed up. I will research that and bring it on Friday. Let me write that down. I don't know, brother. Because, you, you know, even, I mean, I know it's been a while ago. And I understand it's been a while ago, but still, I would love to understand if there was something done, yes or not. And if if, if it was on the side of, of the of the Democrats who helped him or not, I would report that. Know. I would report that in a heartbeat. Yep. I don't. Well, think I, I, just, I just feel like East Palestine still needs. They still need their dues. They, I agree, and we need to know. Oh, if they've absolutely. Got their dues. Maybe I'll try to get uh, Jesse back on here. And get a report from one. Well, they had a. Uh, they they had done somewhere they uh, they would haul they were hauling out tons of dirt. You know, yeah, from taking where, taking I it guess, to where the, taking it to Baltimore. <laughs> yeah, they, they were ta- and 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 did you see one of the trucks overturned? Yeah, the, the truck reason, full of, of toxic I'm, dirt overturned. The only reason I'm laughing at that is because. Wayne Dupree's in Baltimore. It sounds like ecoterrorism <laughs> all over again. Oh, of course man. it is. About it. Tw- 20,000 heads of, or 18,000 heads of steer gone in, in Texas. Oh, they, weren't, they, they weren't steers. They were, they were, they were cows. They were dairy cattle. But they were still, cows, okay. Still, still 18,000. Can you imagine the smell, Rico? Oh. 18,000 full of milk dairy cows because they were in a holding area getting ready to get milked. And they burned up. That had to smell so freaking bad. Oh, my God. The tragedy. Yeah. Two minutes. All right, man. With that, I'm going to let you go. I'm going to let this one be an easy one on you tonight. So I'm going to let you go, and we'll listen to you on the old Morantz. All right. We'll talk to you later. Thank you for calling, man. All right. Always a good caller, even when I don't agree with him. Uh, let's go to Marlene and Eugene. And hang tight. Rayford, you're up next. What's going on, Marlene? Oh, gosh. Uh, 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 oh, I know. I got to get the, the quarter trivia first. <laughs> I get into the oh, flavor. Oh, gosh. Right, some trivia award. Yeah. Some trivia. All right. Uh, right <laughs> what is What U.S. state grows coffee beans? Ooh. All right. Chat room. What U.S. state grows coffee beans? Rayford got it. Hawaii. Boom. Kona. Oh, yeah. I should have known that. <laughs> Good one. Good one. I didn't even think yeah. of that. Rayford got it first. I've even drank I it. forgot about that because I've been there and I've had their coffee. That Kona. It's been expensive. Kona. Anyhow, uh, uh, pushing this thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. We've got a, uh, this is from the Oregonian got a ballot issue coming up in uh, coming up next year. Uh, basically what they want to do is um, they want to have a, a Oregon constitutional amendment that says that same-sex marriage, gender-affirming care, and abortion are all just fine and wonderful. And uh, it's uh, Resolution uh, 33. Basically what it is, I think, is the Democrats are all pissed off because of Roe v. Wade. So this is what they're getting us back with here at Oregon. That's what I think. <laughs> I'll tell you, you know, the thing about this is, and this this pretty much encapsulates every, 
every leftist far nut job thing they're doing, uh, and it's all being done. It's all being done because they were able to steal this election. You're seeing the same. Exactly. You're seeing the same thing in Arizona that you're seeing nationally. When these people yeah. steal elections, that's when they go crazy because they know they're mm-hmm. they know none of this can last. And when I say that, I don't want it to last. I, I I don't mean I don't mean don't misunderstand me. I don't mean that they can't get away with it with us, but it can't last on a foundation of a house of cards. And when I say right. that, you know, the answer and the solution might not be what we want to see. It might be total mayhem and shooting and death in the streets, and then we get an Adolf Hitler on the other side. That right. could be what happened. It's happened many times in the history of nations. Uh, uh-huh. And it's, it's just... Uh, I think we blew it. I think Ronald Reagan, in his uh, patriotic address that we've used at, as the intro for this show several times, I think he was spot on. We quit he teaching was. our children patriotism. We allowed the networks to come out here with communist, deviant programming. Just listen, listen to the word, programming. And understand the definition of that word. Look at look at the the, the voting machines. Dominion. Look up yeah, the definition well, of dominion. It's Good. the same as that. Most of the kids don't say the Pledge of Allegiance anymore. Exactly. They can't. You know, they don't know it. it. No. I mean, it's when you it's, have it's just, uh, when you have the best and the brightest of our nation attending the University of Pittsburgh and there is a debate about an ongoing controversial subject in the United States politic and they burn in effigy and try to shut down the debate that tells you all you need to know about our children's best and brightest. The only kids kids that know what's going on is the kids in welding school. These college yeah, students are freaking fools. Sorry. Go ahead. Well, mm-hmm. that's what they're being taught, Hutch. They're, they're being taught that if somebody speaks something that you don't like, you have to shut them down. You and, have to and, yell and what grade over are they them. In? You have what? to burn. You... And what grade are I mean, they? It they're in the third. For God's sake, they're in the thirteenth grade. A freshman in college mm-hmm. has been in school for twelve years. They've been right. in school that long, and this is how freaking stupid they are. And you could say that they've been trained wrong, and that's true. But damn, man, I mean, don't they have inner intelligence? Are they that foolish? And I would say yes. I think so. Well, now, now think about this, Hutch. How many of them are in college? They're on, you know, they're, they're in their third year of a four-year program for an art degree. It's cost their parents a hundred thousand. Well, them or their parents a hundred thousand dollars. That they're going to get out of college and have zero job opportunities because, let's face it, there isn't much call for art specialists. So, you know, if you're not the top of your class, you're not going to get the job. You know, dusting off paintings at Carnegie. You know, one of the Carnegie museums. So, right. most of those are internships. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Marley, I mean, that's the thing. 
Go ahead. Okay. Marlene. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm still taking other... all Marlene's time. Like four Don't, minutes. Darn you. <laughs> You're good. You're good. Didn't we all try to hurry. Rico, um, Rico gave us a buffer. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, the, uh, this was happened in uh, the, the Ninth Circuit. Apparently, they, uh, the Ninth Circuit turned, they uh, struck down a ban on uh, the natural gas. And I uh, was really happy about this. It's a baby step, but it's a little, it's a start. And luckily enough, the restaurant owners uh, spoke up and said, hey, you can't do this because then we will be out of business. My thought is, hello. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with it. We'll see. Did you see what they did in what was it, Germany? Germany decided that they're going to end all of their nuclear programs, that they're over. Oh, wow. I mean, I think it was Germany. Crazy. Yeah, mm. it's absolutely crazy. Wow. It gets and this is a little closer there. to home. Yeah. Um, this was something that one of our uh, Republican representatives, uh, I, he's been around forever, but I don't really know him too well, a guy named Cedric Eden, a Republican from Fall Creek, which is east of me a little bit. Anyway, he's got this bill. It's Senate Bill 1087. And what, it, what he wants to have happen is allow restaurants in rural areas other than wineries or cideries, which I've never seen, but we've got a gazillion wineries around here. And, you know, it would define what a farm cafe was and set standards and all this. And we'll see what happens with it. But I, I think as long as they don't go completely nuts, I don't think it's such a bad idea. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I mean, we'll see what happens with it. And uh, on some lighter notes, um, I do remember Title IX in grade school. Um, it, that, I think I was in soft, playing softball, like fifth or sixth grade, something like that. That was the big rage for the year, that year, like years before or somewhere around then. And uh, you were talking about the um, the ballpark prices that the uh, the at the stadium, yeah, those sound like Austin. Those sound exactly like Austin Stadium. You know what? For football game, the thing is too, and, and you know, we can quote the prices now, but I can tell you, in nineteen seventy one and seventy two, and, and they were the same. They weren't the same amount, but they were just as outrageous. You know? Oh, I'm yeah. sure they were for us too. Yeah, for, oh, for that time, it, you know, if a hot dog was a buck, it was. I know, my, yeah. and I, I remember this. I remember because I had season tickets. I had access to season tickets, mm-hmm. really good ones. Right. But my parents didn't have any money. So I got to go to the game, and my mom would give me a dollar. She'd give me a bus fare oh, and a dollar. And I had to choose, man. It's like, do I want a hot dog, or do I want French fries, or do I want a Coke, or do I want a popcorn? Because I can only get one. Right. Where I can walk home. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> good, good one. You know what we used to do where we used to go to CMU and watch the football game for a buck? You know, that was, that was, and that, those prices where you could afford those things. You know, I but, think. Uh, yeah, the CMU sucked. They did. But it, was, it, was right, it was right, it was right up the street, man. I mean, it was cool. Oh, yeah. It was, it was, it was very close. It was, yeah, and it wasn't like pit, you know. It was like out out in the field. You sat out there. Go ahead, Maureen. Mm-hmm. You, you got a minute? Okay. Yeah, okay, I'll try to hurry here. Um, I'll skip that one. Okay. Uh, kind of a dumb question, but when uh, when when Lurch was speaking, 
on scene. Was he in sweats, or did he actually have a suit on? No, he was dressed. Okay, just curious. Yeah, he was dressed. And uh, those no, DVD key cards, apparently, they are, at least out here they are, they're, you can you can use those things at Costco. What's that? I didn't hear what you said. Oh, the uh, EBT cards. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can use them all food over the place. Yeah. You probably yeah, yeah. Anywhere you can buy food, but I don't think you could buy, you can't go into Costco and buy, you know, furniture. And stuff. No, 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 no. No, you can't do that. You can, but you can get food. And uh, the other thing is, you were talking about the trans. You know what? I, I I think I'd want them. I'd rather have them go to Costco because number one, it's cheaper. Number two, they can get right, you know the have... the big supply. We got to wrap this yeah. up. I got, you know, I got I, another call. I, I got to wrap this up, Marlene. I appreciate you calling. Um, yeah, I, I'll leave. I'll skip the other comment. It's not that big a deal. So anyhow, I'll uh, yak at you on Friday. Well, thank you very much. Always appreciate it. You're welcome, Mitch. All right, let's. See, I'm, I'm moving a little slow here, but uh, let's go to Washington State and welcome Rayford to the show. Thanks for uh, calling, sir. Thanks for waiting. All right. Can you hear me? I can. Yeah. All right. Awesome. All right. Uh, you, you ready for uh, it? Uh, it's Wednesday. Trivia. It's, it's trivia. There it is. You want a trivia? All right. In the sun is shining. Sun. We've gone two hours without pouring down hail and rain. <laughs> God bless America. Good work. <laughs> uh, what is the United Kingdom's national anthem? Damn, I feel uh, dumb. Yeah, God, God save the queen. The queen. Yeah. God save the no. queen. What? No. Negative. I lose. All right, hold on. Let me, let, let me go to the chat room. Let's see. I know we got some people. <laughs> Let's go to in a second. Uh, yeah, they're all. They're all God, God save the king. Is one that would be correct, Jack? It's the king. It is God save the king. It okay. was changed when the queen died. It was God save the queen until they got a king. See, they, you they learned something. God show. save the queen. So. Go ahead, Rayford. Yeah, I learned something every show. Yeah. Hey, Rocky, it's bring it deep. on, man. I learned all kinds of things every day. I should have paid more attention to that. No, <laughs> no, I want to talk about what you guys want to talk about. You guys keep me entertained and. All right. Indeed. Well, I it, love you. We love you too. Uh, uh, let's uh, let, let's look at uh, Rand Paul real quick. Uh, Paul, you are uh, recognized for your opening comments. In 2002, Congress established the Department of Homeland Security in response to the 9/11 attacks to centralize and consolidate to prevent terrorist attacks. In the 20 years since its creation, the Department of Homeland Security has departed from its original mission and used its expansive authorities and funding to impede on the rights of American citizens. This is not just my opinion. In November 2022, the ACLU concluded 20 years later, it's past time to seriously reconsider DHS. It's abusive practice. So let's talk about that, Rayford. What do you think about the uh, the whole flip with the Patriot Act uh, being set up by the Bush administration and then the war on terror, which I don't know how you have a war on an adjective, a war on terrorism, rather, but, uh, and then... I'm with know, you. I, you know, I, I was sucked into that. I was sucked so was into I. that under Bush. I, I was sucked into that under Bush and thought how great those guys were sitting at the bottom of the 9-11 rubble. And uh, you got to learn from history, man. We got no business banning TikTok 
when Facebook and Twitter are doing the same things. Thank you. But we should so get just, our kids off it, though. We reserved America. <laughs> no, I agree Go with ahead. you. I, no, I agree with you. I, I, I think that um, – and I've never signed up for TikTok, and I cannot get my daughter off of it. Um, but I'm telling you, uh, you're right. The kids on TikTok – Some guy named HB Radio guy sucked me back into Twitter. I just signed up after <laughs> two years gone. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. I do. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Rayford follows me around uh, to all our shows, and I thank you for that, sir. Uh, but, you know, we have to do this. If we don't, who else is going to? I mean, are, are you going to – do you really think – do you people really think that these people that get these nationally syndicated shows, do you really think they're allowed to say what they want to say? I do not. <laughs> no, they're not. I mean, well, no. I mean, we, we know that because that chick from uh, ABC was caught on the hot mic bitching about the Epstein thing. She said on 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 the hot mic, we had Epstein, we had Clinton, we had the whole thing, and they killed the story because of Prince Andrew, and they wanted to get some interview with the with Diana or something, so they killed the interview. Well, let me let me say a little. Uh, here, here's I wasn't really talking about the mainstream media. Um, when I was when when I was, this is back early in my political broadcasting career. When I was with Wayne Dupree, and we were going to events all the time. I talked about the media credentials earlier in the show. Man, we were there, and Dan Bongino was next to us. Charlie Kirk was a teenager. Nobody even heard of him yet. We were interviewing Candace Owens. She, she was like a little kid. Nobody knew who she was. And we're interviewing all these people, and they were they were begging us to be on the show. And the next thing you know, they're saying the right things, and bada-bing, bada-boom, they got a show on Sirius, and they got a show on this media, Salem Media, and this media, and all of a sudden... These people are like, they don't sound the same. You know, that's what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm talking about don't, don't think that we can't be compromised. We get compromised all the time. Every I, day. We do. I mean, and it's, uh, it's hard to watch, man. It really is. You know, that, that, that's why, you know, when I see these people, uh, they, get, they get these gigs and they get these, they call them hits, right? They call them hits. They go on the, they get a hit on Tucker Carlson for 30 seconds. And all of a sudden now they're going to say, they're going to look and they're going to make sure they say everything uh, that, that is, is acceptable on the Fox news channel. And it's a shame that it's like that, but it is, it is. So I got to pick, I got to pick being poor or being real. And I'm going to be poor all day long, baby. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, we're, we're more honest. The poor are more honest. Right. I appreciate the work. Uh, I appreciate the work that you do. And uh, I think we got Rico coming in. Uh, it's kind of like bringing a halibut up off the bottom. You got to have big biceps. We're, we're bringing him on in. <laughs> it's not just him either, I man. I mean, it's, and Rico's, it, he's sharp. He just gets, you know, there, there's, stages. There, there's stages. There's stages to be in, in American Indeed. politics. 
Indeed. My kids are 30, and uh, dude, if I didn't, uh, you know, they they would love me a whole lot better if I wasn't as opinionated as I am. <laughs> <laughs> me too, man. Me Indeed. Too. And, hey, hey, God bless Cold War Radio, and I watch the website. And all right, well, I'll be glad you. to talk about anything else you want to, man, but I don't want to drag you on. No, you don't have to. we got a couple minutes left here, and, and I'm, I'm sure right. Ward, Ward wants to say something, I'm sure. No, I, I'm cool. Uh, all right. Well, I, I, you know, it, it's all about um, we got we got to fix this, and we can fix this. But when you you got to get away from the television. I'll tell you a quick story, and then I'll let you go. Uh, you got to get away from the television. I mean, you, you can watch it every now, but I've been watching it all damn winter. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, other, the other day, I went into my, my uh, workshop. And I totally started GIing it. I started cleaning it up, right? And last night, I'm like, I don't really feel like watching this TV. You know, I, I wanted to hear what Tucker Carlson had to say a little bit. I don't really want to hear what Elon Musk has to say, but so I watched it for it's a more little bit. Topics, it's more the topics than what they got to talk about. Right, exactly. So I said, you know what? I'm watching this baseball game, and it started real late. It started like 840 or something like that. So it's getting later. Colorado. Right, at Denver. And and it's like, all right, I shut the television off, Rayford, and I went in my shop and I turned the radio on. And I listened to the game on the radio and I'm fidgeting around with this and that. And get away from the TV every now and then, folks. You know, just do it. And and I know you're doing it because you're listening to this show. Uh, I hear you. And we've chatted about that before, man. Uh, I've, I've got a big red machine. Heritage. My dad used to hang out with Pete Rose, and I've hung out with Pete Rose's cousins you, and the whole nine age. yards. I'm you, a Westerner. You're my age, right? Because I, you told me how old your kids uh, were, so I know. Pushing uh, sixty, right? So, <laughs> so you probably remember Doc Ellis, indeed. And you probably remember the day that we came into Cincinnati, and Doc Ellis felt disrespected by the Reds. And he was, and he hit the first three red batters on the first oh, no. pitch. You remember that? Uh, <laughs> that, that, guy, that one commenced to get it in all. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was nuts. I, I loved I'll him. I'll tell you what, it, there, there's a thing on, if you go on YouTube and you type <laughs> in Doc Ellis uh, acid trip or something. Doc Ellis, there, no, it, no. He talk, no, no. Doc yeah, Ellis, the no, no, no that's it. He threw that he threw a no hitter while he was blasted on acid, and he's the one telling the story, and it is so funny. It is. He like went to the ballpark, and the, and the starting pitcher that was signed up to start got sick, and Danny Murtaugh yeah. was our manager. Called, hey Doc, man, and Doc's already tripping. He's listening. He's, to, he's listening to music, yeah. and he can see the notes coming out of the speakers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's smelling colors. Yeah. <laughs> what a great story, man. What a great story. That, uh, but that was a crazy day. And I, I, I'll tell you, I feared the Reds. Radio to remember it because Doc didn't remember it. Right, and he's dead now. But I, I'll tell you, I feared the Cincinnati Reds. Every oh, time we day, had a shot. Machine? Every time we had a shot at something, they killed us. Every time we got in the playoffs, they took us out. I mean, Pete Rose, Johnny Bench, I mean, all these guys. Between them and the Cardinals, uh, we couldn't get a break. That's all right. 
Dave, Dave Parker sold more cocaine in Pittsburgh than he did in Cincinnati. You ain't bullshit. And I'm going to tell you what, he did it. He did it when our steel mills were going down. He was the highest paid guy in baseball. And out in the outfield, they were throwing D-cell batteries at that guy. Yeah. At Three oh, yeah. River Stadium. He had to wear a helmet on the outfield. Yeah. I mean, it's just. It's, it's like the video of the BLM guys walking down Akron. Akron hadn't been shit in 35 years. <laughs> BF Goodrich left. I mean, it's nothing but empty warehouses. So that's all right. I'm a West Coaster now, but I've lived it, man. Oh, man. You're living in a tough spot now out there with Inslee. Uh, dude, I don't know. It's, it's been a few weeks since I screamed at the lady with Palestine. <laughs> Palestinian. Hanging on her car. Nice. You're fucking killing me. <laughs> hey, Rayford, uh, do me a favor, man. Call more yeah, often, brother. Call more often. Uh, oh, man. I, I enjoy you guys to no end. And there are times I pick up the phone and I just don't do it because I don't know. Sometimes I'm trying to talk to young folks around me. So. Oh, I hear you. I know we are kind of old. Uh, but do it. Do it uh, soon. Uh, don't, don't, don't wait five minutes. Do it right away because I shut the phone lines down. Otherwise, I have to cut everybody off like Tucker Carlson does. You know, because I'm going to let everybody talk. I appreciate it. All right, man. Hey, Thank God you. bless all your Cold War radio people. And let's let's keep it up. God bless you too, because you're one of them, man. Thank you, Rayford. Adios. All right, my man. Take it easy, man. Good stuff. Good stuff, Ward. Good stuff. Took us all the way to the end. Got to have that timing on the calls. I'm not trying to piss anybody off. I want to make sure everybody gets their time. Got to, got to do a little math. It's kind of like when you're the cashier and the cash register breaks. Sometimes you got to add it up and subtract it and all that. But uh, Ward, that, you're that fine. wouldn't happen now, man. It's, oh, I know. That wouldn't happen now. I, I know. They don't the cash register it. breaks. They go, cash register broke. I can't do nothing. What's this brown coin, man? What's this thing? What am I supposed to do with this? You want me to make change? <laughs> Your final comments, sir. <laughs> I'm, I'm expecting a big tip. Uh, final comments. Don't forget to give us a gold heart if you're in the chat room checking us out. It'll uh, we'll break some algorithm or whatever. Uh, <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Wardy22, on Getter at Wardy22, and on True Social at Wardy. I follow everybody back unless you got Chinese characters in your name because I don't know what you're trying to say. There you go. And uh, I'm HB Radio Guy on Twitter. I'm Hutch Bailey Jr. everywhere else. Uh, one day Elon Musk will see the light. Uh, I don't think he's going to, but whatever. Um, check out the Wayne Dupree Show. Tomorrow we have uh, Nicole Tsai from the new federal state of China, the NFSC, the capitalists that have their Chinese characters on Getter. Uh, check her out. She's our foreign correspondent on Thursdays. Uh, we also have another guy, and I, I should mention his name because I just should, but I can't remember it. So I will go back here and see if I can find it. His name is Dan Pena uh, and What is Wrong with America? So we'll be listening to him tomorrow at the Wayne Dupree Show at noon. We will be back on Friday with Cold War Radio with uh, Jack from the northern neck of Virginia. Uh, thanks for letting us into your life uh, for a couple hours. Ken, how can people get in touch with Jacob Seals? 
because I don't know anymore. And thanks for letting us into your life for a couple hours. We will be back Friday. God bless. (laughs) 